Uh, Mati Lazar is going to join me in a minute, and uh, anybody who's a longtime listener knows how much I love him uh, and his work with Hazamir. Um, let's play this piece from Hazamir, or at least part of it, and then we'll get to Mati Lazar coming up. The legend himself is waiting via telephone. We'll get to him coming up here at JM in the AM.
Prayer for the soldiers of the state of Israel. It's Hazamir. Mati Lazar, welcome back to JM in the AM. My pleasure to be here. I had to play the whole thing. I thought maybe we'd play part of it, but my gosh, what a piece. Who wrote that? Whose composition is that? That's uh, composed by David Berger. Unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Just when you thought you couldn't improve on the, or I shouldn't say improve, just when you thought there couldn't be any other version of Tzvilah for Tzahal. And you have One that. of the wonderful, I'm so glad you played it, besides, of course, the fact that it's such a beautiful and meaningful piece. Oh. It's one of the pieces we'll be singing at our concert on March 18th. You're, gonna, you're not having 400 people on stage, are you? We are going to have 400 people on stage. How? How does that work? <laughs> oh, you get a stage extension in David Geffen Hall. So this is the old Avery Fisher. This is the old Avery Fisher. And you literally can have 400 singers that you will be conducting. Correct. Wow. It, it's, it must... quite, it's quite a sound. How many singers were on the song we just heard? That, um, I'd say that was about 320. Unbelievable. Yeah. 400 members of Hazamir, the International Jewish Teen Choir, one of the country's elite classical music groups, arrives in New York on March the 15th. Lincoln Center, as Mati just said, to celebrate the group's 25th anniversary on Sunday, March the 18th at 4 p.m. I assume uh, I assume people can get their tickets, right? Those are available. Through, yes, through Lincoln Center. Oh, that's how it works? Okay. Yes. Get your tickets through Lincoln Center, David Geffen Hall, Sunday, March 18th, 4 p.m. And, um, you know, off the air, a, a couple of minutes ago, I'm speaking to Mati off the air, and I, and I, of course, laud him not only for the musical accomplishment, but... One of the, one of the things that I think is unique about this show is we recognize the importance and the incredible accomplishment of keeping Jewish youth connected to their heritage. And I made this point to you, and we had a nice, you know, very short conversation about it. And then I look at the press release, and sure enough, a survey of Hazamir teens and alumni is about to come out, where ninety eight percent of them value the experience of culture of musical excellence, and among the alums. 98% say that Hazamir is essential in their sense of connection with the Jewish people. What more needs to be said, huh? That's why we don't even need to talk about it. We just sing about it. It's, it's unbelievable. I mean, whatever. I, I, sometimes I can't even put this stuff into words. All I could say is that the connection that these Hazamir members have to Jewish heritage and tradition is all because of you, or at least you are a major part of it. Now, when you say 400, is it because there have been 400 over 25 years, or there have been many more? Oh, there are many more, but the 400 is what we have, we'll have on stage this year, and it's 400 uh, teens from around the world with, from 38 different chapters. We say chapters because even though it's a teen high school choir, it's not from a high school, per right. se. We have individual kids from individual cities, 38 chapters, as I said, 30, 31 in the United States and 7 in Israel, all coming together. Every week they learn the same music and the same text. It's a very large chavrusa. Yeah, and they managed to come together once a year. Last year we were at the Metropolitan Opera, and we've been to Carnegie Hall. This year it's David Geffen. And it's a way for these teens to uh, create and express their Jewish identity, their love of Israel, their belief in a pluralistic community, their value of excellence and standards, which all leads to a certain kind of leadership, which is so necessary for our teens coming into this next generation of we, leadership. We've spoken to you before some of these uh, performances, um, you know, the, the annual ones that go on in New York. Uh, what's the reaction among New Yorkers? What's the what's the the what kind of reception do you get from from the Jewish community of New York? 
Anyone who comes to any of our concerts is inspired um, because they see so many teens interacting, breathing together. Uh, one of the reasons why the performances are so great is because the singers have kavanah. They have real commitment and intent, not only for the music, but for the text as well. And when you combine music and text, which is pretty much what choral music is about, you're combining both sides of the brain, the emotional side, that's the music, and the uh, intellectual, the cognitive side, which is the text. And when those two things come together, you know, people, uh, people when they sing regular hatikva, so to speak, it's not the greatest piece of music, but the combination of the emotion of the music and the meaning of the text is what puts you into a different kind of uh, stratosphere. Yeah. And, and we get that uh, uh, times 400 people. I want to mention one more thing about the Tefillah Litzal that you were, played the whole thing of. We had a, uh, in honor of our 25th anniversary, we had a contest. What is your favorite piece, all-time Hazemir piece? And Tefillah Litzal, prayer for the state of, for the soldiers of the state of Israel, came in as number one. This version? Which, this version, which is to me remarkable uh, because it, 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 it speaks directly to the great connection that we've been able to engender through uh, the music that American teenagers as their favorite piece is a piece that they're thinking of their fellow Hazamir Israeli teenagers who are about to go to the army in many cases. I wonder if there are any summer camps out there that would be brave enough during their sing-along uh, competitions to to teach this to the campers. Uh, it's not complicated, is it? Would you call it complicated? I'd say it's complicated. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it's, there go, don't there try goes to that at home. You know, it's, but it, it can be done. <laughs> there goes that idea. Yeah. <laughs> you, you need the really courageous campers to undertake that project. It uh, can be done. I think the level of uh, musical excellence is increasing, and uh, that's what we're trying to establish our standard. Oh, well, you've done that over 25 years. All right, the 18th of March happens at David Geffen Hall, New York City. Tickets available at Lincoln Center. It's officially Hazamir's 25th anniversary. That must be an amazing milestone for you, looking back on a quarter of a century. It is Chatzi uh, Yovel. It is yeah. quite amazing to me. Uh, actually, this year, for the first time, we have a young lady in the Boston chapter of Hazamir whose parents met in Hazamir. Ah, there you go. Um, oh, my gosh. Next generation, uh, huh? And to have them on stage together, it's, it's quite an, it is Lador Vador in a serious musical kind of way. Is it? Now, yeah, I'm sorry. Not only is it our 25th anniversary, but it's uh, a celebration of the 70th anniversary of the State of Israel. Right. And we'll be including a tribute to Israel, including, uh, you know, music is great because it, it, it evokes uh, the era in which the music was written or that when you heard it. And so those feelings come back and you can relive those feelings and sometimes can... Uh, Pay attention to how you feel slightly differently about things. Uh, so we're doing uh, Hava Nagila and a very classic arrangement. We're doing this heartbreaking ev evocation of Ron Arad. You remember the Israeli pilot sure. who was uh, captured in, in 1986 right. and was never heard from again. All the other hostages in Lebanon were freed, but not Ron Arad. And that right. piece is called Kshetavo. We have a, a new musical setting of uh, Imber's original poem, the original text of Hatikva. And uh, some, a really great, interesting piece of Hazamir favorites, a piece called Laela, which is the words of Rav Cook combined with a South African musical style called an Mbube, like in the jungle, the mighty jungle. Unbelievable. So it's really the, the Jewish world and the world at large. You're a musical genius, simple as that. By the way, is it strange, the whole... You know, everyone learns this separately around the globe and comes together. Is, is, that, is it a strange, you know, adjustment once everyone's together? It's irrelevant. It's, it is an adjustment, but it's not strange. Um, 
Although the facial expressions when teens who are singing in their individual chapter of 25 kids, Naniach, and then all of a sudden they're singing the same thing with the, the, we, we are the world. Right. It's a great, the facial expressions alone tell you something profound. All of a sudden, uh, people realize that they're not alone. This is the greatness of, of community. And the individuals uh, in, in cities far flung across the U.S. with not too many uh, Jewish teens to sing with, but they come together and they're singing with Israelis or kids, kids in Silicon Valley singing with kids from South Florida, singing with kids from Minneapolis, just to mention three you know, cities around the country. And kids from Beit Sha'an in Israel. And we have a new chapter in Yerucham, uh, which is in the south of Israel. This is really a kind of a world gathering of uh, Jewish teenagers. It's really a Jewish musical teen youth movement is the way that we feel about it. It's unbelievable. Uh, you're based in New York? We're based in New York. Uh, so how often do you practice with your group locally? Um, uh, I don't conduct any of the Hazemir chapters myself. I ha- we have individual conductors. and Well, uh, you did it one time, right? I did it one time. I used my name. Uh, but that was actually, <laughs> as we say now, last century, uh, <laughs> <laughs> fortunately. But I conduct the chamber choir, um, and which is the best singers, of course, from all the individual chapters. And I conduct some of the pieces. For example, one of the pieces I'll be conducting, uh, it's called, it's a, a new premiere by David Berger, who we mentioned before, right. uh, of the words S-I-N-I, Psalm 121. Very uplifting piece, and uh, it's an extra special bonus for people who come to the concert to hear a world premiere. When are they together? If Sunday is the is Sunday the 18th, the actual performance, they, they'll, they'll first be together when, on Thursday? They'll be together Thursday. We have a retreat weekend. Uh, over the weekend, we have... Uh, very interesting services because we have uh, orthodox uh, teens, we have conservative teens, we have reformed teens, we have I don't know what Judaism is teens, we have Israeli teens. Is there is there an orthodox service? Oh, there is an orthodox service. Wow, sure. that's interesting. Yeah, and, but, and is this in the city or somewhere else? Uh, it used to be the Hudson Valley Resort and Spa, but now we're going to be at the Hilton Hotel in uh, in. In Connecticut, and do they uh, will, will they rehearse? Will they rehearse during that? The day? rehearsals are on Thursday and Friday, and we rehearse with that piano, of course, on Shabbat. Right. And it's a very interesting experience. Uh, most people think of pluralism means that uh, people uh, should accept any kind of practice, but in our uh, community, uh, we don't allow. Uh, uh, pencils. We don't allow phones or anything like that in public spaces. So uh, it's the Orthodox kids who gain the benefit of a pluralistic approach from uh, from non-observant kids. Eh, you don't have to sell me, Mati. I think you're amazing. Um, so if I show up Thursday, I could hear a rehearsal in theory. Uh, for you, absolutely. You could show up anytime. I would love to hear a rehearsal. I'm going to try to do that. Oh, boy. I'll, I'm telling you. And uh, maybe you'll come to the concert too. Ibezrat Hashem. Although I think, I, if I'm not mistaken, I'm booked that night. But all right, we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. Rehearsal may work out better. Um, what can I tell you? I am encouraging the listeners. Anybody, anybody who has heard this conversation and it has struck a chord with you, excuse the pun. Hmm. If it has, you got to try to go. It's the 18th of March, Lincoln Center. 400 Jewish teens from around the world. Hazamir, Mati Lazar heads the entire thing. Uh, he's celebrating 25 years. It's been 25 rich incredible years of accomplishment. Mazal tov to you on that. And uh, and I hope people fill the place. I hope they fill David Geffen Hall and that you have an amazing night that night. Thank you so much. Mat- Always great to talk to you. It's wonderful to speak with you. Uh, Tadaraba Mati Lazar. And we will wrap up with one of the selections from Hazamir. Uh, Mati spoke about this one a couple of moments ago. Kishitavo. You're listening to JM in the AM. 
Hazamir, the song that uh, Mati Lazar just reminded us, dedicated to Ron Arad, missing since 1986, and the thoughts of our worldwide Jewish community since that day, to say the least. 